Change my mind. Change my mind. And I've still got several of these left. I mean, I'm not done, okay? We're just getting going. We're fixing to get into the good stuff. Next week is a great message on Jesus thinks like his father. He thinks like his father. Well, this is going to be a great message because I'm done with it. We're ready. Amen? But this week, I didn't want to leave last week totally off. I want to make sure we're covering some ground. So let's go with the message this morning. Change my mind. And it started with uh, me. Th- I've been doing this for years and years. The thinking of Jesus, thinking like Jesus. What would Jesus think? And what about the words of Jesus? And it's almost some parts of the church, they, uh, they study more of other people's words in the Scriptures than they do Jesus' words, which to me sounds like odd to me. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead. He's the only writer in the Bible who's the son of the living God. I think his words are like, wait up here. Amen. And I I think all the Bible is God's word. I get that. But I think I should pay special attention to the words of Jesus Christ. That's my opinion. That's how I pastor for years. That's the way I'm going to keep doing it. Amen. So I want us to just really hone in. We're not told to have the mind of Paul or the mind of Peter. Okay. We're told to have the mind of Christ because Peter's mind was screwed up and Paul's mind was screwed up. So we don't follow men. We follow him. Amen? And that's what we need. And that's been the change in my life. And what's cool is he's God and he still loves us and he doesn't kick us out. Thank God. He's patient with us and he appreciates us. He believes in us. God God loves us. He chose us to serve him. Amen? So he wants us to, you know, to get with the program here. And that's his mind. But I have other people from time to time that will try to change my mind. They want me to be a liberal. I'm sure there's many people that have come to our church. They don't like the way I talk, talk about Jesus a lot. That's a little much. You know, I could care less what you think. This is a church that believes in Jesus Christ. We love Jesus Christ. He saved my sorry tale. And now you're going to tell me who to talk about? I don't think so. Amen? It's just, it's just nuts. Amen? It's funny. That's who we are, though. We get something that's given to us, and then we want to, take, we want to act like we did it. No, he did everything. We fall at his feet. Got it? So not going to change my thinking on to, to somebody else's crazy thinking. I got my own crazy thinking. All right? So, but what I do need is I agree totally. I do need my mind changed more and more and more and more to have the mind of Christ. Amen? So let's go to the Word now. And we're going to pick it up, Raj. We're going to sort of quick, we're going to go through this a little quicker than I have been doing. The magnitude of the words of Jesus. I want you to see now. What's so important about the words of Jesus? And why do they carry such weight? Now, remember, he's called the Word. In the beginning was the what? Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. But let's just roll, Rog. I'll talk all day unless you push me, but let's go. So here's our kickoff to the whole series. Say it with me loud and clear. Let this mind be in you, which was also in... Now, who wrote that? The Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul wrote that in the book of Philippians. That's fantastic. A book on joy or the abiding presence of God. If you want to have a a fulfilled life, the life that has God in your life, where you're walking with the Lord, but where he helps you in your life with struggles and mess and crap. And and actually, Paul wrote this book from prison. So that's an interesting thing. You mean one of the most happy books in the Bible written from prison. Because that's what you can have when you have the mind of Christ. We think we got everything's got to go good. It's got to be great for me to serve the Lord and be happy. That is crazy. You live on planet Earth where crap happens. Okay? 
And then the church, a lot of the church is bought into this mess to where your life, you're going to be healthy, you're going to be wealthy, you're going to be wise and all this stuff. And you name it, claim it, grab it, have it. It's a bunch of bull. It's not my life. How many had some mess in your life? Can I see some hands? Let's be honest. How many going through some mess right now? Say, yeah. Okay? And you're not going to buy your way out of it. You're not going to pay some preacher enough to get out of it. You hear me or not? You need the Lord. You need His mind. You can do all things through who? Christ is, and, 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 and I, I, I think that was in, I think that was in Philippians 2 as well. Philippians 4, but it's in this book. I'm just saying it's powerful. So let's look at the mind of Christ. Why the words of, of Christ, Gary? Why are they so important? Let's look at it, Rod. Well, number one, the words of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, they've been supernaturally preserved. When you open your word and you see the word of God and you see the words of Jesus, this is a supernatural book that you hold. And his words have been supernaturally preserved. Jesus said, heaven and earth will pass away. Say it with me. But my words shall not pass away. That's what's wrong with you when you hook your wagon to a political party or you hook your your wagon to your favorite whatever. We're the dumbest people. We need to hook our wagon right to him. He's the only one that's true. The Bible says, let every, let God be true and every man a what? Liar. Why? Because in time, they will be. Because we all still screw up, don't we? Yes or no? But he doesn't. His words supernaturally preserved. Number two, Jesus' words were spoken with what? Power. And say that last part with, and amaze all who heard him. That you can do it 2,000 years later and look at the Bible, ah, whatever. When people heard Jesus speak, they were amazed. You want the mind of Christ? Start being amazed at his word. Eat it up with a spoon. (laughs) Amen. Instead of doubting his word, be amazed at his word. Believe his word. Amen. Say, this is huge, guys. They were astonished at his what? Doctrine and his word was with what? Power. They were all amazed. Now, a lot of these, a lot of these people are, I mean, these are sometimes, you know, religious people and different people along the way. A lot of, a lot of people were religious people. They were just amazed at how he taught, even though they didn't believe in him. Because they couldn't do that, you see. Because religion, religion uh, trumps Jesus. You know that, right? It shouldn't. Jesus is above everything. Okay. They were all amazed. They spake among themselves, saying, what a word is this? For with authority and what? Power. He commands even the unclean spirits. And they come out. This is, this is quite, quite the man, Jesus Christ, the God man. Nobody else like Jesus. This is the one I need to change my mind. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see the things which you see. And have not seen them. And to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. Jesus speaks to his followers. But look at us. Haven't we seen some mighty miracles? Yes or no? In our world, in our, in our time. Oh, my. To not believe in Jesus Christ, to not believe God, believe his word. It's with power and people are amazed. Number three, what I think is irrelevant. Say this one with me. What I think is irrelevant. What Jesus thinks is what matters most. He is and I am now, we're talking about the words of Jesus today, the magnitude of the words of Jesus. Clark, why are you doing this? It's like a seminary class almost, I guess. But, guys, if you want the mind of Christ, you've got to see 
His word is way above my word. What he says I will do. What he says I will believe. Period. Ah, you're like an occult. That's not a cult. He's God. And I'm following God. I'm not following Gary or David Koresh or Benny Hinn, excuse me, or Joel Olstein. Jesus Christ. But we treat so many of these other people better than we treat him. We li- I heard it where today. Hey, but you can't even quote what Jesus said. You're a funny person. People tell me, I got a word from God, but you don't, you can't quote, I can, I can quote stuff and you don't have a clue about it. Why don't you work on his stuff and see how, what order you put their stuff later? Y'all hear me or not? What I say is irrelevant. What you say, or rather what I think, what he thinks is best. Y'all hear me? That's tough preaching. It is what it is. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he's near. Let the wicked forsake his way, the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord, and he'll have mercy on him. Thank you, Lord, for that. To our God, for he will abundantly what? Pardon. Can any of those jokers do that? No. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, God says. Your ways are not my ways, says the Lord. I mean, you're smart. You got your degree. You did this. You had a big company. Great. Not saying you're a nut, totally. Just part way. Okay. And the thing is, you need his ways. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Do you see right now in our country how crazy is running the country? I mean, I'm just saying. It's like you, how many just you would have never believed some stuff? Let me see some. And that's hands everywhere. This isn't, this isn't even about parties, baby. It's about stupid. Dumb as a box of rocks. You couldn't make this stuff up. And that's what we do when we go our own way. We're so stupid, God says in the book of Romans. Instead of worshiping me, you'll start, you'll start worshiping monkeys. And four-footed beast and creeping things. You'll grow up and be a tree hugger. You'll sit by the ocean and think the ocean's God. Hmm. That's how stupid we are. Because we don't know His Word and we don't realize His Word is powerful. He created us in His image and His likeness. We're not God, but we're made in the image of God and the likeness of God. Yet we don't want to have a relationship with God because we're nuts. And as a believer in Christ, it's not about coming to church on Sunday morning just listening to me. It's about you. That's part of your Christian walk, but it's about you having your own Christian walk. Amen. With Christ. I have the mind of Christ. You should be able to say that. Not a perfect mind. No, you're a work in progress. I get that. But I want you to see his word like this. Amen. You see me putting it high? Yes or no? That's what we're doing. Let's look at another one. We don't have to be tossed to and fro by what? Let's put some hands up. How many? You made your decision, and it caused a lot of crap. Let me see some hands. I made my decision. Amen. How many would say, there was a time in my life, maybe I don't know what the situation, but I made the decision that was right according to God and His Word. And wow, what a difference it made in my life. Let's look at some testimonies. Look at this. That's the plan, man. Look at what the Bible says. That we henceforth be no, no more children, children, 
tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine. We do that in the church. We get on the greatest, biggest hobby horse. Years ago, people come listen to me. Oh, Clark's at high school. Gary Clark. He next Billy Graham. Billy Graham. Oh, they put it in paper and everything. It's hilarious. Listen, people will come and they'll follow you a little while. If they're following you, they'll leave. If you're following me, I'm going to tell you something right now. You're going to be disappointed with Gary. You might wonder, why do you say crap and say hard things? Because I'm just going ahead and getting it out of the way. Listen, we're carried about by every wind of doctrine. I don't want that here. By the slight of men. Church is full of people that screw people over. Excuse me. It's horrible. I told you guys were going to stay awake, didn't I? You're like, he's horrible. We can't, we've got to listen. Here we go. And cunning craftiness. Whereby they what? Lie in wait to do what? That's not God. That's not Jesus Christ. That's not his word. And as you know his mind and his word, you're going to see it as clear as crystal. You're going to go, that is nuts. That is nuts. I'm not going there, and I'm not going down this path. Isn't that where you want to be in your life? Yes or no? Making good decisions? Yay, huh? That's how you're salt and light. You're not salt and light by putting a bumper sticker on your car. That helps. I get that. But if they see the bumper sticker, and then you're a nut. You understand? It sure helps. If Well, there goes somebody that's, you know, a pretty good guy right there. You know what I'm saying? Knows what he's talking about. Speaking the truth in love, that we may grow up in grow up into Him. That's the goal here. In all things, which is who, the head, and what's His name? He's our head, the mind of Christ, the words of Jesus. Now I'm just hammering this with you today, and then we're going to unload a lot of words of Jesus in the next few weeks. A lot of them. For we're His sheep. That's who we are. Going what? Astray. How many went astray? So let me see some hands. Stray people. Stray, stray, stray. There you go. But now we're returned. When are we going to do that? Well, I, you know, I've been going to church when I was six or five, whatever. But your life's been a disaster. <clears throat> when are you going to return to the shepherd, to the bishop of your souls? Did you know, you know, in church today, they got bishops and all this stuff. Guy, really conservative Catholic. Conservative Catholic. I think he should be applauded if you're a conservative Catholic. That if you're preaching and you're teaching God's word and solid things. Uh, the bishop didn't like it. And uh, up in Wisconsin just basically fired this guy. That's what's happening. Who's your bishop? Who's your bishop? Is it Jesus Christ? Or some joker? You hear me or not? Don't make me your bishop. Not like that. Bishop is a word that can be used for pastor. I get that. But I'm not above you to do something stupid. Got it? Yes or no? Amen. Well, Pastor Gary said it. I got to do it. You're an idiot. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> Crazy. Follow Christ. Yes or no? Now, I hope that as I lead, you can follow me. But I hope you have a good enough mind of Christ that if you see me doing it, whoa, and you won't just holler at me, you'll grab me and pull me back with you. Amen. Come on. I know I'm crazy, but this is life. Number five, the words of Jesus. Are you hearing or not? 
strong. This, the words of Jesus, not that the words of Paul or the words of David, no, and Moses, those are the words of God. God breathed our scripture. I get that. See, Jesus, he's behind all of this. He is all of that. But especially his words can change your mind, change your life. I must embrace the words that Jesus spoke, and I need to take them into my heart. Oh, boy. Let not your heart be troubled. Finish it if you know it. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Just embrace that. How about this great scripture? For God so loved the world. Who said that? Jesus did. Who? Jesus did. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He wasn't on the cross. He's standing right there talking to Nicodemus. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And who helped, who helped with Jesus' burial later in the uh, crucifixion story? Nicodemus. He's a religious ruler. He was a leader. I guess he got it, didn't he? See? Are you going to get it or not? The words of Jesus... Take him into your heart. He that rejects me rejects. He that rejects me and receives not my words. Who said this? Jesus has one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last day. You're not going to be judged by I did this or I did that. You're going to be judged that you didn't believe. You didn't believe. That's it. We're all sinners. We're not judged on I did this, I did that. That's us making stuff up. We're judged on, do you know Christ? Do you believe Him? Do you believe His words? His words are going to judge you and me. You hear me? You didn't believe. For I've not spoken to myself, Jesus says, but the Father which sent me. This wasn't just a me thing. I went out on a limb. God, this was our plan. The Godhead. God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. And it is hard to, to comprehend, but we must believe he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. What's Jesus saying? You can believe me. Y'all hear me or not? You can trust me. I am the son of the living God. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting, Jesus speaking. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I'm saying to you. You hear that or not? Is that too deep? I think I got it. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. And my what? We can say, oh, I believe in Jesus. Oh, you don't believe, I don't believe that part. I don't believe in hell. No. Jesus spoke about hell more than heaven. Who likes somebody two-faced like that? Say, believe his word. It's the truth. Whosoever therefore should be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation. Are you kidding me? You can't stand for me down here in this nasty place. I ain't better. I ain't good enough for you to take a stand for me down here in all this crap. Say, you put political party above me. Are you, are you crazy? That's tough preaching, ain't it? 
It's the truth. It's crazy. What will my neighbor think? Here's what they're going to think. They're going to think you believe in Jesus. And you know most of them, they're going to be fine with it. It's all your crazy stinking head. You understand? Believe, man. Believe his word. Of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. But not so much down here right now. I, I'm be ashamed at you when I come again. And I'm not going to be ashamed with the, with the nasty world right down there with you. I'm going to be ashamed of you in, in front of my Father and His angels. That is powerful scripture, isn't it? You mean I can't live for Jesus down at, uh, you know, prime time. I can't live for the Lord and, and, and walk with the Lord at the golf course. How, what are you talking about? Home Depot. Oh, no. I'm not talking about going in and flaming Jesus. I'm not talking about that. Living your life for Christ. Being a believer in Christ. Solid for the Lord. Oh, no, what will they think? You're a big baby. I said it. It's over with. I know many of you will leave now. It was just a matter of time. No, the point is, and I'm a big baby too, guys. He's, he's Almighty God. Why don't you believe His words? Are we hammering pretty good? It seems like you're receiving it. Coach, where are you? How you doing? Good coaching, ain't it? It's what we need, ain't it? Yeah, but. I got that letter. You know, I bet, you know, they said Muslims and and they even said Asians because I preach Jesus so much. And I said, Mohammed's a dead end and so is Buddha. You know, they'll never come and hear you again. Well, that's your opinion, woman. You don't know they won't come and hear me again if I tell the truth. Maybe they'll come again. Maybe you won't. Why don't you just speak for you? How about that? Since when is truth going to be truth? And every, let, this, It's just a lie, man. Yes or no? I'm trying to help you with your thinking, guys. I know I'm back and forth, but I mean, if you'll think like this, this is good stuff. Number six, to truly love Jesus is to keep his word. Say that with me. To truly love Jesus is to what? You can say whatever. I go to church. I do this. I do that. I give money. I got blah, 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 blah. What do you mean, Clark, to truly love Jesus is to keep his words? What he said I'll do and what he said I'll believe. That is to truly love Jesus Christ. How do you love Jesus? Give him a tie or something? I said that last week. Here's a tie. No, we call it a tithe. And we think that's going to get us to heaven. I give him a tithe. I never thought of that. Yeah, we give dad a tithe. We give Jesus a tithe. That's not what he wants. He wants you to keep his word. If you start living for him, thinking like him, keeping his word, there's a good chance he's going to have, he's going to be Lord over your pocketbook too. It's all going to be fine. Amen? What do you mean to love Jesus is to keep his words? Well, look at it. Jesus speaking. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that loves me. Say that with me loud. He that has my commandments and keeps them, he it is that. Is that plain English? And he that loves me shall be loved of my what? What? Yeah. And I will love him. And we will, and, and will manifest myself to him. How do you get more of Jesus? Believe his word. 
Lord, I want more of you. I want more of you, Jesus. Listen, hush up. Believe his word. Read his word. Receive his word. Accept his word as true. Love his word. Love his word. Love his word. And see if your relationship with Christ will get stronger and stronger. And you'll be you. You get to be you. He don't want you to be some super saint. He wants you to be you loving his word. And he can do great things in your life. Jesus said, if a man love me, he'll keep my words and my father will love him. And we will come unto him and we'll make our abode with him. He that loves me not. Say this with me. Keeps not my. How do you know if you don't love Jesus? That's a good one here. Test time. You don't keep his sayings. You don't keep his word. Well, you don't believe that, do you? Who came up with that? Yes or no? I wish we would go, I believe that, don't you? That'd be better. You don't believe that, do you? I believe that, don't you? I like that better. I like yes way better than no way every day. The word which you hear ain't mine, Jesus said. It's the Father that sent me. You think you're doing an end run around God by not believing me? You're not doing an end round. You're running headlong into hell, man. Headlong into hell. If you, if you think you're running around me, you know, they're good people. They believe in God. They don't believe in His Son. To not believe in Jesus Christ and His words is to not love Him and to not love God. And have access to God the Father. There is no other way. Period. That's strong, isn't it? It's not really that strong. It used to be more common. (laughs) Nowadays, everybody else has their own opinion. Amen. Let's keep looking. The magnitude of the words. These things write we unto you that your joy may be full. This is what it's going to do in your life. The words of Jesus. Believing like Jesus says. Y'all hear me or not? I've read the Bible. but Not as much as maybe some of you. But a little bit. There's nothing that Jesus said that's going to screw your life up. What he said is going to make your life better. Not going to screw your life up. Ah, you're just crazy. Go in that fellowship church. We preach Jesus. We believe his words. If my word don't line up with his word, don't do what I say because I am an idiot. He's God Almighty. Got it? Amen? Good stuff, man. I'm preaching to me up here today. This is good for me to do this today. It's good. Gary, where are you at? That's what I'm learning. Where are you at? These things write unto you that your joy may be full. Then This then is the message which we've heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no what? Don't you want that in your life? Yes or no? Don't you want to know what truth is and make decisions and be able to walk and have a good life? Don't you want that? Then follow Him. If we say we have fellowship with Him and we walk in darkness, we're lying. We're lying. What does that mean, walk in darkness? You're not walking in His Word. You're not walking in what He says. You're not doing what He says. I'm not doing what He says. But I love Jesus. You're fooling yourself. Listen, we're not doing the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He's in the light, as we walk in the light of truth and what He says in His Word, listen, then we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, God's Son, cleanses us from what? 
all sin. It's funny. We like them verses, but we don't like them other ones. Amen? Come on. When I love Jesus and his words, God the Father loves me for that. And Jesus reveals himself to me in an intimate and a relational way. Would you say that with me? This is really the mind of Christ right here. Say it with me. When I love Jesus and his what? Words. God the Father loves me for that. And Jesus reveals himself to me in an intimate and a relational way. Now, guys, I'm not trying to get goofy here. When we try to make our relationship with Christ, if we're not careful, we can, we can try to make it something it ain't. Okay? And it gets a little bit spooky. You don't have to, you don't have to make your relationship with Jesus spooky. You need to believe His Word. Do you hear me? You need to keep His commandment. He's going to love you for that. He ain't spooky. You don't have to go over the top. Oh, I need to do this. I got to do this. Listen, he can do plenty for you. Amen? You believe him. He wants you to have your personality. You be you. But as you believe his word, he's going to make you and just, he's going to see things in your life and you're going to do things you never believed that, believed you could do. He's going to give you peace. A lot of stuff. I can't say it, but it is what it is. Amen? Has he made a big change in your life? Are you, are you in a way unrecognizable, your beliefs and things like that, since you've come to Christ? Yes or no? Unrecognizable. A lot of the views that you had before, have they changed dramatically? Yes or no? The old Ronnie, the new Ronnie, different views. Amen. Old Ronnie's gone. New Ronnie's here. Amen. Say. Well, yeah, praise the Lord. Amen. What's the new Ronnie? The new Ronnie is God's Word. The life living out now for Christ. That's the new Ronnie. It's still Ronnie. This is powerful, guys. So, why does all this happen? But why? Why does all this happen? The first recorded words of Jesus. I'm going to finish with this one, Raj. We'll quit right here, buddy. I mean, right with this little section. We're going to look at the first words of Jesus. Now, we really haven't looked at a whole... We have looked at some about his words, but now let's just look at his words as he started speaking them. The first recorded words of Jesus were spoken by him when he was about 12 years old. Remember? A lot of you can quote that. Did you not know I must be about, say it with me, my, my father's business, right? That's why next week's message is called Jesus. You know, and his father speak the same thing, one word. I want you to hear it next week. Powerful message. One of my all-time favorites coming up next week. But the first records of Jesus are spoken to him, to his who? Parents, Mary and Joseph. Mary, his mother, Jesus, uh, Joseph, his stepfather, right? So let's do it quick, 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 after Passover. Now, there's thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people, perhaps, in Jerusalem at Passover. Okay? Keep that in mind. Now, from those infant years, Jesus born in Bethlehem until the age of 30, there's only one thing Jesus said. One thing. One thing. That's it. That's recorded. And it it really sheds light on this whole subject matter of the mind of Christ. Look at it. His statement provides a catalyst. Can you say catalyst? Why this one statement? It's a catalyst. It's an insight that to the careful reader, it can be explained. It can be missed if you're not, not, uh, if you don't watch it. And you really need to think this thing through. What he said to, to his uh, mother and stepfather. It's huge. And I want you to see it. So, they're all gone now, most of them. They traveled in caravans, not Greyhound buses, okay? 
I've been there many times from here to Nazareth where he was a long way. There were thousands and thousands of people. It wasn't like, stay with your, stay with us. No, they were people that loved one another. They were family. Jesus could have been like, you know, 10 blocks back in the huge crowds. So they didn't know he wasn't there. And they're traveling along and they can't find Jesus. Well, where's he at? He's in the temple still. He's confounding the doctors and the lawyers and the religious leaders. Yes or no? Do I have that correct? He's teaching 12. We don't know what he said. But we know this. All that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, his parents, when they saw him, they were amazed. What the heck? Can you imagine having to go back halfway back to Nazareth, all the way back? You think you lost your kid, and it's the Son of God, say. Come on. And his mother, Mary, says, Son, why'd you do this to us? Behold, your father and I have sought you what? I cried myself all the way back here. And he said this. Say it with me. How is it that you sought me? Wist or did you not know? Say it with me. I must be about my father's business. Are those the first words Jesus spoke recorded in the Bible? Yes or no? Can y'all say yes even if you don't know? Yes. Okay. And they understood not his saying. What does that mean? They're like, what the heck? Let's go. Come on. We're exhausted. Okay, they were parents. Now watch it. Listen, guys. They didn't understand what he said. My words, this is the same problem that many still have today 2,000 years later. We don't understand something about Jesus. And that's this. Jesus doesn't think like you and me. He doesn't think like you and me. He doesn't think like Mary and Joseph. Guess who he thinks like? Take a wild guess. His father. See? He thinks like his father. See, that's your problem and my problem. We don't think like our father, our holy father. How many would say you do things a lot you do because you're mom and daddy? you got still traits in you. That won't get you to heaven. As you grow up, that won't help you through the crap, some of it. It will some of it. Because some of what they taught you is actually what he said. Isn't that true? So now we're going to kick this off next week. To begin to understand his thinking and his thoughts and his ways, we must first realize this one truth that came out of that one time he spoke. Did you not know? I'm about my father's business. So as we embark next week on looking at Jesus and his father and how they talk to one another, you're going to start to think, some wheels are going to start to turn in your head now. And you're going to go, wow. So anyway, let's thank God for his word. We quit right there. Amen. Come on. Boom. We're out of here. Yeah.